and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded virtually at the best local yarn shop in Delco, PA, where your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Natalie, and Stephanie, and a huge thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Today, our topic is a mashup. <laughs> um, it is about going yellow corn on the cob and working from home so now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started um so let's before we get into our topic um start off about what's on our needles guys um i guess we're alphabetical so i get to go first um (laughs) (laughs) i have like six projects right now apparently that are on needles last week I think I talked about one that I didn't pick up for almost two weeks probably and now I have six in bags that are started and like halfway done um I did some cleaning this week and I found some project bags (laughs) that I've totally forgot about so now I have more projects that I need to do and not enough time to do them um small things like washcloths And um, a while ago, I was making steering wheel covers, and I found one of them. So I think I'm going to keep doing them. Um, They were a lot of fun, if I remember correctly. So um, I'll see what happens with that. So that's what's on my needles this week. Wow, that's a big change of events, Brianna. That's exciting. Huge surprise. Great surprise. A girl can never have too much knitting. Good for you. So this is Kathy, and on my needles this week, I am with the same three, but I have been knitting up a storm. I am making so much progress. So my Gansy is moving along. My Fair Isle is really moving along. I am making my Fair Isle out of Pixel, which is a kind of a self-striking yarn, but it's very subtle how it changes. It's so entertaining. It's all knitting, but it's just the color is just so entertaining. And then um, I came to the shop tonight about five-ish, and I sat here, and I did the three-needle bind-off on my bolster, and I'm planning to finish it tomorrow by inserting the pillow and doing the other edge. So we'll have another done bolster. So that's what's on my needles. It's been a fun week. All right. So good. (laughs) Lots of progress. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I'm Natalie, and I'm still working on the my blankets. It's Blanket City over here, but I'm making good progress. Um, I did not think that the border on my Stornoway throw would take this long, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so just trekking along. It's fun, though. It's interesting knitting, so keeps me going. And then I started my color block. I talked about that last week, and I have to say, I'm loving it. It is so fun. So I've kind of been neglecting my other project and maybe doing a little bit more of the color block. Um, But if, shameless plug, if you also want to have as much fun as I am, we are going to revive the color block in July, right? Yeah, it starts actually the last Saturday of June, June 26th or 27th, whatever that date is. So I mean, there you go. We can have fun together. Just sign up. What is it about the color block? What Mm -hmm. is it about that blanket that is so fun to knit? It's like, it's such a, like, I think the change in patterns and the change in colors makes it interesting enough that you never can get bored and you can finish one of those squares. Like I'll do one a night. So before, and I'm doing the smallest size. So before I know it, that thing's going to be done. I wouldn't be surprised if it beats out my other blanket. 
I bet it will. <laughs> I bet it will. Honestly, or one color is great for color block as well. Yeah. You can't make up your mind for multiple that colors. Eat, <laughs> always blue. The answer is always blue. <laughs> Very true. Okay, for me, for knitting, and I'm Stephanie, I went camping this weekend and I brought my knitting bag for my Christmas stocking that I've been working on for all three colors and ready to go, and I never picked it up the entire time. What was I thinking that I was going to sit down and relax and knit with a two-year-old? So I did get a time to knit on it after we were done camping, but brought that bag with me that whole weekend, took up space, never used it. But that's okay, because then later in the week, I was able to pick it up and relax and sit, and I got some more progress on it. But Nice. And you know what? Sometimes it's just knowing that you have your knitting with you. Just mm -hmm. that is enough to go, I'm not actually knitting, but I know I have it here with me, and, and it's just how it is. So I would have been so mad if I found, you know, even 10 minutes to knit, and I didn't have it. Absolutely. I had to yeah. bring it. Absolutely. I do that too. I always yeah. have backup knitting just in case exactly. in my car. <laughs> Never leave home without your knitting. You know, speaking of that, I hardly ever drive my car because I walk to the shop and I, um, when I do get in my car, it's always like this new place because I'm hardly in it. I don't think I lost time I was in it. But the bottom line is, is there's always a bag of knitting in there and it, it always surprises me. like, Oh, that's where that is. Because, again, don't leave home without it. You never mm -hmm. know. You could get a flat tire. I exactly. bet that's where your blue yarn is. Oh, my gosh. You know what? You should check I'm your car. Look at that. <laughs> because I never have to open it up, but I know it's there. I'm going to look. It could be. I still haven't found it. So that's a spot. All right. Potentially. Yeah, someday it'll turn up. <laughs> All right. Do we want to get into our topic? Sure. <laughs> Should we start with going yellow? Yeah, we can like do every single one and go around. Okay. Like around Robin, we'll just do, okay, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, let's do it. So before we started recording, Kathy and I were talking about going yellow and I forgot that we were talking about that this week and I thought immediately about the yellow curtains I just bought and got really excited. <laughs> But what we really mean by going yellow is like our area went into the yellow phase of things. Um, but I'm still really excited about my yellow curtains. <laughs> I love that. All right. And so then when we were having that conversation, I was saying to Brandon, so for us, yellow, it's exciting. We're moving in the right direction to get through this crisis that we're living in right now. But it hasn't changed all that much, really, um, as far as who we, you know, what we're able to do. But it's just nice to know we're moving in the right direction. So when I was thinking of yellow, I was thinking of yellow things also. Yellow, to me, is such a happy color. And I was just thinking about the things that I like that are yellow. And um, the things that I like that are yellow is the sun, uh, you know, a big sun. I love that. And then also... Um, Big bird. I just saw the big bird. So there's my yellow. That's how that's how yellows made me feel. Love it. Um, so for me, um, going yellow means because Chris and I live in Maniunk, which has a really, really big downtown restaurant district. 
Um, so we usually eat out every Saturday and we've been picking up our food. And last Saturday was one of the first days I think we had gone yellow and we went to go pick up our food order. And it was so nice to see people like sitting at outdoor tables and seeing like waiters and waitresses back working and stuff like that. So it was just, it breathed some life into everything and it was really refreshing. Um, and then some other yellow things that I love. My mom actually just made me a yellow apron because I keep getting, um, flour all over my pants because I've been making a lot of pasta. <laughs> um, and then I'm growing daisies. So that's exciting. And they're in a little yellow pot. So, yeah. Who knew yellow is such a, it's such a cool thing. It's everything. It brightens up everything. It really does. Good. So for me, going yellow, I actually had no clue what that meant because it doesn't really change here with me too much. So I'm so happy to hear, Natalie, something changed. That makes me happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because for us, it doesn't really, we're not going out to a restaurant. You know, that's not really our lifestyle right now. So that's really, that's awesome. That's great news. Um, and then as for the color yellow, a little fun fact trivia is my nickname that my dad still calls me is actually Sunshine and has called me since I was a little girl. And so I've always loved the sun. I've always loved the color yellow. And it was one of my wedding colors, yellow and blue. Blue shouldn't shock anybody, but the yellow came from, that's always been my color. Surprisingly, yeah, that's not blue. Yeah, now that you mm -hmm. mentioned that, yes. Oh, that is so cool. I love mm -hmm. that association too. That's neat. Yeah. And do you guys know this one? So I learned this after I opened the knitting shop. I mean, I. I had no formal training to do what we do here, but we've learned along the way. And here I learned this and it really is true. Yellow is a color that makes every, all of the other colors look good. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. even though all of our lives we've been told most people don't look good in yellow, actually we all look good in yellow, but when you put it on the shelf with other yarns, it makes all the other colors look really good too. I thought that was really interesting when I learned that, that yellow makes all other colors look even better. Fascinating. And you have that yellow umbrella that is so happy. That's another thing I love too. Yeah, I mean, who cannot be happy on a rainy day if you've got that umbrella with that big yellow sunflower on it? That's right. That's yeah. right. So yellow is a good yeah. color. And I noticed, Brianna, in the other office of the knitting shop, and taking a look at the wall over there to see where the yellow is. <laughs> <laughs> there's some yellow up there yeah I'm looking at our vintage wall and where our yellow is and the colors around the yellows are beautiful I love it See? it works yeah. <laughs> it works all right so um what was the next thing oh corn on the cob what what's that about Kathy <laughs> it's so I, one of us, last time we were together last week, said that this is National Corn on the Cob Day. Hmm, I don't remember who said that. Was it? It was Chris. It was Chris. We love that. So it is. It's National Corn on the Cob Day. So we thought that should be part of our topic also. So, you know, Brianna, talk about Corn on the Cob. <laughs> uh, corn on the Cob is... Um, not it's actually not a vegetable even though a lot of people think it is corn is a grain um it grows on stalks <laughs> most of the time it is yellow sometimes whitish yellow it comes in other varieties i could go on and on about corn <laughs> it's 
a great treat in the summertime if you wrap it up in foil and stick it on the grill. Mm. Real tasty. <laughs> well, that's, I was thinking about that today, like as far as how we prepare corn on the cob. And there's so many different ways to do it. And um, so my mom was not a cook. She would much rather knit than cook in, you know, and she wasn't a great cook, but she could make corn on the cob. And so I make corn on the cob exactly like my mom does, or my mom did. And um, you boil the water, you put the corn in, and you put in one packet of sugar. And notice I say packet, because we don't really have sugar in our house, so I typically pick up a few extras when I'm in Wawa. And you put in a packet in, and then you put a lid on it, you turn the fire off and you let it sit for three minutes. So you boil the water, put in the corn, put in the sugar, turn off the fire and let it sit for three minutes. And it is so sweet because that sugar just soaks right in to all that graininess. So yeah, that's my little secret. So that's my story about corn on the cob. <laughs> Actually, I'm remembering, I think it was Stephanie's, Stephanie's call for Qu National Corn on the Cob Day, right? I have no clue about this. This is totally a Chris <laughs> comment. This is totally Chris. Oh, I feel like Chris is going to remember he said that. <laughs> I thought it was Stephanie, Stephanie too, but. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was good one. No, no. I talked about yellow, going yellow. That was my. Oh, yeah. Okay. Answers to maybe that Chris did, yeah. All uh -huh. right, so Natalie, what's your story about Corn on the Cob? So my story is that Chris wanted me to buy corn at the cob when I was at the grocery store two weeks ago, and I wrote it on the grocery list and forgot to pick it up. <laughs> so we were supposed to have it. We had burgers last night. I made pasta salad, and there was supposed to be corn, but stay lovey, you know? But next time I do it, I will use your trick, Kathy. That's, that's good to know. Yeah, it's the end of school of cooking, let me tell you. There's not many tips I can share with you, but that one works. <laughs> I love it. And your packet has to come from Wawa. Okay. okay. All right. I'll make sure. I'll make sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for me, corn on the cob. My dog loves corn on the cob. And she will actually, like, if you hold it up, she will eat it across with her little front teeth all the way across. Doesn't try to eat the whole, like, cor like the cob part. She just gets the little kernels in there. It is hilarious. That's so fun. And then do you turn it for her and start? I turn it like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's so weird. So who knew? There's, Labs there's love corn. Question. How do you eat your corn on the cob? Do you eat it in a straight line from right to left, or left to right, or do you roll it? How do you eat your corn on the cob? I have I have a method. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little neurotic when I eat my food. Like anything I eat, it, it's in a certain way. Corn on the cob, I, I use my hands to hold it. Some people use like the, the pokers that you stick in. Uh -uh. You got to use your fingers and you start on the big end, the thickest end. So it doesn't matter which side it's on. It's just however you pick it up. You start at the thickest end and you eat across and I try to get as like as much bite as I can in all the way across to the to the point and then I turn it toward me and start again from the biggest end to the smallest end. <laughs> Rihanna, zero. <laughs> Here's another. Is it away from you or toward you? I'm like, 
So I'm in my little office here. You know where I am right now. And it's almost like the toilet paper. Is it over or is it under? <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm as neurotic as you are, Brianna, and I have to hold the big end in my left hand. So it does matter what end that is. <laughs> it has to be on my left hand. All right. Anybody else have true confessions about corn on the cob? And I use the thingies. I guess, I don't know if that makes me like a weaker human. I feel like you guys are hardcore. Just going for it. Um, and I go right to left, like, you know, and I just eat across. And I, I guess I do twist it towards me. Yeah, see? If you yeah. think about it, you have a method. You just don't know you do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I have a method. I think my method at this point in life is just try to get the food in as quickly as you can before the toddler leaves the table. Yeah. Just inhale food, get down and run. But your dog has a method, which we but love. My dog is has a method. Maggie, right to left or left to right? Oh, she is whatever you will put in front of her. She does not care. But man, she loves that corn on the cob. She's right here. I'm surprised she's not like lifting her head up at me. Next time you have corn on the cob, Stephanie, you need to get a video of that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that would go viral. <laughs> she loves it because she's a lab and she has those little bottom teeth and she just gets right in there. Oh my gosh, I love it. I know. We're probably going to get a call from a vet saying, Stephanie, that's not healthy. <laughs> I'm sure it's not, but that's okay. Oh, that's so funny. That's sweet. I love that. And I love the fact that you hold it for the dog and, and your dog and God, you know what? We love them, don't we? We do. She's, she you know, she's part of the family. She yeah. has to have her corn on the cob, too. Love it. Love it. All right. So our last little segment um, about working from home. Um, so I think, was it Chris again that said it's National Work From Home Day today? This one was definitely Chris. I don't know about the corn on the cob, but this one was Chris. <laughs> we don't know where that came from, but... It was a good topic. I love it. <laughs> he Googled it. He said. He clarified. He Googled it. So it's really not him. It's Google. <laughs> it's Google. <laughs> so I'm, well, it's National Work From Home Day, I guess. And I'm not working. I'm, well, I'm doing other things. Um, and I'm at the knitting shop today. I, that doesn't count as work in my head. But it's a good day today. Good. Yeah. So I was thinking about working from home. This is Kathy, and I was thinking about working from home. And to me, it always sounded like something so wonderful and dreamy. And then I've come to realize I've just done a little bit from home, and it's hard. Working from home is not easy. It's hard. I don't have the discipline to do it. So I have really been coming to the knitting shop to as best as I can to do all of my work and to teach classes. Um, but I, on the other hand, I sort of consider the knitting shop my second home. And so I guess this is like working from home. I mean, we've got a refrigerator, we can eat, we can do whatever we want. So maybe this is like working from home, but I like working from this home at the knitting shop better than working from my real home. That's hard. I definitely, I feel that, um, because I've been doing some coursework to get a new certification and I have had to ask people to like call me or text me and judge me so hard like if they ask me what I'm doing and I don't say I'm working on schoolwork I I immediately go to my computer and start working because at home like you get distracted by so many things and then you're yeah. by 
myself for such a long time, I get stir crazy. Like I need somebody to talk to. And like, if no one's there judging me, I'm not going to do what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) (laughs) We all work better with a little judgment there. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, for me, I've been working from home for three months now. And I have to say, I think I have the personality to work from home full time. I think I can, that's where I thrive. I get so much done and I love not having the commute. It's, it's good for me. I enjoy it. And Chris is also working from home. So we have to spend every waking moment together, which I'm sure he's thrilled about. But (laughs) (laughs) But the discipline of it all, Natalie, that's, I mean, really, um, but you just, you basically get up, get it going. And I think it's because I have so many meetings, like I'm constantly in meetings. So it's very like back to back to back. Okay. So I feel like it keeps the rhythm of my day kind of going without that. I think I'd be very much so like distracted, but I think I've got, I've nailed it down. It's like a good pace. I've like given myself the liberty to take breaks when I need them, which is the other good thing. Like I can still like throw laundry in like in the morning and like move it at lunchtime and like I feel like I'm getting more done in both aspects of my day um whereas before I would have had to squeeze all of that in when I got home so I I enjoy it I like it so you know what's a little bit different on your day now like which is interesting and, and it just hit me right now is you're working from home, but you have colleagues who are out there in the same situations. So you have colleagues. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And with my work at home, I don't have a colleague. It's sit down and do what you need to do. It's the judgment. Like you said, Brianna, it's the judgment. It's, or not judgment, accountability, I guess is another word for that. Let's just call it judgment. Let's call it what it is. Let's just call it judgment. Okay. <laughs> so that's interesting though, but that's pretty cool to hear. Do well, you, favorite. and then we're going to go to Stephanie. I'm curious on this. Do you find you're sleeping better? I, I, I just, because you know, you don't have the commute and the. Yeah, I think so. And I also sleep longer now because I, my commute was an hour before. So I was up at 5am. I gave myself an hour to get ready and I was out of here by like 637 to sit on traffic on 76. So now that I don't have to do that, I'm up at seven. So for me, I went, I go to bed at the same time, I'm just gaining like an hour, an hour and a half of sleep. So I actually and feel don't have that stress of thinking, what's the traffic tomorrow? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all right there. You don't have to remember anything. Like I always hated, like, I forgot my lunch or I forgot my coffee or, you know, like I didn't bring my phone charger and I'm going to the knitting shop after work. So now I need to figure out how I'm going to charge my phone. I really should just keep one in my car, but God forbid. Um, but yeah, it's just easier now. Um, so I, I enjoy it. It's good. That's neat. That's cool. All right. So for me, I worked from home prior to this all happening too. So I teach in the morning. I think I've said that many times on here. And so my classroom, as you all can see on Zoom right now, my classroom is right behind me. I have my headphones on. I teach in the morning before my husband logs in from work, um, logs into work. He also works from home and he worked from home prior to this. And Natalie, I think what you said is spot on. I think it takes a special personality. Like he loves it. I don't think I could do it. I also knew that judgment, but he, he loves it. And he's really, he has his own office in here and he just 
goes on in, clocks in, and he's good to go. And he can stay focused and he gets his work done and no commute, which is great for us too, because then we can get dinner ready earlier and all of that. But for me, I'm just sitting down teaching for 25 minutes. The lesson plans are done for me. And then I get up and then I have Katie all day. So it's a little bit different, but I have to give a shout out to any person who is listening right now, who is working from home, attending those meetings and trying to take care of their kids at the same time, because I don't know how you're doing it. And I'm thinking of you and I think you're doing an awesome job no matter what you're doing. Absolutely. You know, that's a great shout out. I, I got a call yesterday for um, an appointment for Ed and the woman was just lovely. And um, she just said, you know, we're doing virtual appointments, which I'm like, that's great. And she said, I'm still working from home and we're going to be working from home for a while longer. And um, she has a seven year old and she, you know, I said, I, I can't thank you enough for what you're doing. I, I, that's gotta be really, really hard because children don't know. You know, they see their parent there. You should be home to play with me, mom and dad. You know, so it's it's hard to kind of keep controls of all that. But yeah, shout out to everybody mm-hmm. who has younger people in their presence as they're doing their work. I can't imagine, or even the dog. I have found when I do Zoom from home, um, Wheezy because she can hear the voices. Not different than the TV because she knows I'm a part of the conversation. She's barking now, so even pets are kind of a little bit of a challenge in all of this. And I've noticed that when I'm teaching classes on Zoom that many people's cats start walking across the screen oh and gosh. you'll see a tail and, and you'll hear a dog. And it's, it is, it's interesting trying to manage those, everything else around yourself. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody. Mm-hmm. All right, well, what do you think? Are we Did ready? Cover everything? Yeah. I and think the corn was our best one. I mean. <laughs> Who knew so much with corn? Who knew? I, I believe it. If anyone has any suggestions on things that they would like us to chat about, whether it's corn on the cob or like a particular animal, let us know. Give us a shout out. And you might be on our podcast. Your topic might be on our podcast. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I'll wrap this up here. Um, if you like our show and want to find out more about us, check out our website, finallythenitincorner.com. Follow us on Instagram um, and Facebook, and please leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play so more people can find us. So hopefully you finished your drink by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>